Welcome to the Middle East Report Special Edition. I'm John Riley. The Middle East, that's one part of the world that we need to pay attention to, especially the country of Israel, and especially right now with an ongoing war there. And each week, I try to help you make sense of what's happening in that region through a biblical lens. Security threats, archaeological discoveries, biblical prophecy. We cover a lot of different things. And you know, the main purpose of the Middle East Report Special Edition is to encourage you to read, study, and apply the Word of God in your life. And the best way to do that, I believe, is to connect to the people, places, and geography of what we read in God's Word. And we try to help you do that every single day. Well, on today's edition of the Middle East Report Special Edition, Pastor Barry Stagner is joining us. Uh, Pastor Stagner is the founding and senior pastor at Calvary Central OC in Southern California. He is a national best-selling author and host of the weekly Prophecy Update program, The Lineup, which is broadcast all over. And Barry also speaks at uh, prophecy and pastors' conferences around the world. And his latest book is Times of the Signs, a chronology of Earth's final events, which can be pre-ordered right now. I encourage you to do that. Please get this book. It is so timely, especially right now. And I believe it officially comes out in January. Pastor Barry, thank you for joining us once again here on the Middle East Report Special Edition. Thank you, John. Always great to be on with you. Well, Barry, we have a lot to talk about. Since we spoke the last time, there was no war in Israel, and now there is a major conflict happening in Israel. And I wanted to start off here at the top of the show just to get your response to the October 7 horrific massacre there in Israel. John, it's interesting. Uh, we see in the book of Revelation the mention of things happening shortly. And uh, the, the term that Jesus used there uh, means to happen in quick succession. And October 6th and November 6th uh, are uh, a world apart as far as the global experience goes. And uh, things are happening rapidly and watching uh, the world turn in the way that it has, uh, watching Israel immediately shift from a civilly torn nation, uh, polarized over the judicial reform issue, to now they are completely united uh, as a people. And uh, just watching all this happen so quickly reminds us uh, that we ought to be ready at all times for the return of the Lord for his church. But, you know, John, this has really uh, done the opposite in the world that it's done in Israel. Uh, the Israeli people, the Jewish Israeli people are united uh, behind uh, the IDF and the efforts to uh, basically avenge innocent blood and um, the, world, the world is now completely polarized in the opposite direction and divided over uh, the two groups who are warring at this time. So it's pretty incredible to watch how quickly uh, this whole thing went down and the magnitude of it. And it's just because of the technological abilities we have today and living in the heart of the information age, uh, this just spread to uh, a global event immediately, even though it's happening in one of the smallest countries in the world. It's pretty pretty stunning to watch this, the, the, the heinousness of the attacks, killing innocent families, beheading babies. And, you know, John, it's interesting that there are so many out there who say, oh, that didn't happen. Where's the proof? And uh, now the proof's all over the media, and yet the cry hasn't changed uh, from those who oppose the nation of Israel's existence. So it's just, it, it, it's heartbreaking and heart-wrenching. 
And of course, John, you know, the, the casualties uh, of war are horrific. And uh, we, we know that. And we're hearing a lot, a lot of talk about uh, that particular issue as well. Yeah, proportion. You know, well, Israel's got this big army. And just look at what's happening to, you know, uh, the civilians there in Gaza. Uh, what, do you, what do you have to say about that? You know, is, is something wrong with the proportion here? I mean, the world seems to think so when it comes to Israel. Well, it is interesting that, you know, here we have in, in 2022, 14 resolutions from the UN against Israel, none against Iran, none against Hamas, none against China. And here you've got these huge violators of human rights. And yet you're right. The mentality when it comes to Israel is completely different, which tells us that all of this is spiritual at its core. But the interesting thing, I think, in in light of all the wokeness we see and the proportionality that's presented by so many today as being necessary in any military exchange is just beyond belief. You couldn't even imagine that people would have that kind of thinking uh, a couple of decades ago. But, you know, John, if we look throughout the course of history, uh, the purpose of war has always been to win, as heinous as it is. And there's no proportionality. There was no proportionality between uh, Great Britain and Germany. Uh, there's been no proportionality down through history. Uh, the object is to keep your adversaries from continuing uh, to harm uh, the people of your country or invading your homeland. And, you know, one of the things I think we need to recognize in all this, John, is that it wasn't that long ago that what we were seeing coming out of the Gaza Strip were incendiary balloons and kites, where there would be a balloon filled with some type of fuel. Uh, gasoline or something, and it would be ignited and dropped on an Israeli field or forest in an effort to destroy crops. And then all of a sudden, what we've got is bomb-dropping drones, which is technology that uh, Hamas had never had in time past, which tells us that there is outside players involved in this. Of course, the Iranians, the world's largest sponsor of terror, uh, is at the heart of it. And so the battle is bigger than simply uh, the Gaza Strip, which is actually, by definition, uh, part of the land of Israel. And, you know, John, as we we look at this and see so many protests, and sadly, just recently, there was a, a Jewish man who was, was killed by a Palestinian supporter here in Los Angeles, California, when he was hit over the head with a megaphone and fell to the ground and further increased his in, injury, and then uh, the next day actually passed away. You know, the, the the amount of ignorance regarding this issue is simply stunning, but it goes right along with the proportionality and that other mindset in the world. Because, John, the Koran says that the land of Israel is given to the Jews. And, and just the, the ignorance, sadly, there's a lot of Muslims that are like a lot of Christians. They don't even know their own book. But if you look in, in Surah chapter 5, or Surah 5, which is like a chapter heading, uh, in the Quran, it mentions that the Holy Land was given to the people of Moses, and it was assigned to them, and they should not turn back and become losers, is what the text actually says. And so here we are, you know, in a place where people are protesting uh, the occupation when the occupiers are not the Jews at all. Uh, they, under the international uh, uh, rule of uh, law, so to speak, uh, by the League of Nations uh, all the way back uh, around the World War I end, 
time uh, with the Balfour Declaration and then uh, the League of Nations assigning this particular territory to the Jews. And, um, you know, they have every legal right to it. But on top of that, and more importantly, Genesis 17 and 18 says that God himself gave the land as an everlasting inheritance to the Jews. So they have every right to the land and they have every right to defend themselves. And um, it's just, it's really a sad state of affairs, John. We're, we're at what Paul said was coming, I believe, at least the precursors to it. And that is a strong delusion. And just this mindset today is beyond the pale. Just hard to, hard to imagine it being real. It is. And we're talking to Pastor Barry Stagner, who is the founding and senior pastor at Calvary Central OC in Southern California. He is a national best-selling author, and his latest book is called Times of the Signs, A Chronology of Earth's Final Events. And that can be pre-ordered right now, wherever you get your books. I want to encourage you to do that. It officially comes out uh, after the new year. Pastor Barry, I've never seen so much hatred for the Jewish people across the world and here in this country. And and you hear the phrase, you know, from the river to the sea, and there are some of our political echelon that say, well, that's just, you know, something like they just want have aspirations of, of a nation. But what are we talking about here from the river to the sea and all this Jew hatred that is going on across our country? We're talking about anti-Semitism that uh, Zechariah 12.3 said would be predominant uh, especially during the tribulation period. But, you know, John, one thing I think we need to recognize about the 70th week of Daniel or the tribulation, uh, great tribulation, as some would call it, is that the the mindset that is going to be predominant during the tribulation has to be developing prior to the tribulation because the, the world is going to instantly turn on Israel. Zechariah 12.3 says Jerusalem will become a burdensome stone to all nations, and there's other translations that uh, even use the word intoxication, that that they'll just be uh, almost like a drunken stupor state uh, that the world is in, in hatred of the Jews. And again, pointing back to where we started, John, this, this just, you know, obviously it was uh, underneath all the outward statements and appearances in many people, but as soon as this came down, we saw this rise to the surface, and now it's very public and global uh, in scope. The, uh, the, the call from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, is exactly the same as saying we need to eliminate the state of Israel and all the Jews. Uh, the river that's in reference there is the Jordan River, uh, and the sea that's in reference there is the Mediterranean Sea, and the boundaries of Israel are the Mediterranean and the Jordan River. And uh, so to set up a Palestinian state is not the two-state solution, but it's one state where only Arab Palestinians live. So it's uh, hatred uh, for the Jews at a level that is, uh, if I can use the phrase, biblical in proportion. You know, what I hear you saying is that that phrase from the river to the sea is really a call for genocide. And yet we've got political leaders here in the United States like Tlaib who— you know, accuses Biden of genocide of the people of Gaza. What, what is genocide? And, you know, is Israel committing genocide? Yeah, genocide is the specific targeting of an ethnic people group and seeking their elimination. I mean, that's the definition. And, you know, there's, uh, I just saw 
an article earlier this morning where there was a video of Israeli tanks in Gaza protecting Palestinians in their way to move to the south when Israel gave them advance notice to do so because Hamas was shooting at ordinary Palestinian citizens who were trying to make their way to safety. And so, you know, this whole accusation that Israel is uh, committing genocide, uh, calling them the occupiers and all these other things that we so often hear is simply so far from the truth. Uh, it's, it's actually kind of frightening to see the number of people uh, that are in support of this. And again, completely ignorant of the facts. And, you know, John, I, I you know, I, I'm really saddened as an American citizen to see the disregard and disrespect for our own constitution. You know, you are not allowed as a sworn leader in this country to uphold the Constitution to offer support to terrorist organizations. And Tlaib and the rest of the squad should be removed immediately from office uh, because they are violating the, the very laws that made us a great country, uh, even in the midst of all our own errors and mistakes in our history. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, it's just a different world we're living in. And all of this, John, is is prophetic in nature. Uh, just, you know, evil being called good and good being called evil. Uh, people not having a moral compass anymore. And uh, including, you know, the, the balance of, of responding to, uh, you know, innocent citizens being shot and killed in their sleep or drug out and, and beheaded and then set on fire. And just all the heinous things we heard uh, that Hamas did. And now the stories are coming out that they were doing that because they were offered $10,000 in a free apartment as a reward for doing that. So it's just unbelievable, John. It's terrible. I want to give you an opportunity to respond a little bit about uh, President Joe Biden's response to the war. Is there anything that you know you like, anything that's troubling you, how he's handling this crisis? We know that VP Harris uh, called for an anti-Islamophobia plan. Uh, we know that there were uh, several Democrats that refused to condemn a resolution condemning anti-Semitism. Uh, you know, Biden is praising Qatar while Hamas leaders live there in luxury. Anything anything about Biden that you're happy about or not so happy about, about how he's handling things? <laughs> Boy, there's a question. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting because the response has been mixed. And, you know, as uh, here we've got the largest aircraft carrier in the world and another, along with their battle group, uh, poised over there in the Mediterranean. And, uh, you know, just I think there's a hundred or, or I saw the number earlier. I should have wrote it down. But 70 some odd thousand troops, U.S. troops are in the Middle East. We've now got a submarine uh, to let uh, Iran know that we are there. And uh, these nuclear capable subs and uh, battle groups and all that. Uh, I, I think our proper response to show our support to the nation of Israel and then on the other hand, you've got what you just mentioned. You've got uh, VP Harris coming out and saying that now we've got, you know, efforts, uh, concerted effort here in the country to present, uh, prevent rather, Islamophobia. Well, how about uh, a group to prevent uh, anti-Semitism? I mean, that's what's rampaging through our country right now. I don't see any people marching in the streets calling for the elimination of Muslims or Islam. Uh you know, uh, of course, you know, there's always going to be a, a bit of that. There's extremists in every religious group. But, you know, it's just, it's like, you know, where's this guy stand? Uh, obviously, he being the former VP for 
uh, you know, someone who was very sympathetic towards the Muslim community, uh, Barack Obama, but uh, because of his upbringing. But, you know, it's just, it's kind of a mixed bag and it's hard to really say. One thing I think that's kind of curious is uh, Volodymyr uh, Zelensky came out uh, recently and uh, because it's time for elections there in Ukraine, said there can be no elections under martial law. And uh, I've always wondered about, you know, some of the things we've seen in the past with uh, uh, the ethnic tensions in our own country. You know, are some of these things being pushed and promoted, you know, to put us under martial law? And now we've got these massive uh, rallies in the streets, these anti-Semitic rallies. And, you know, is somebody going to call for martial law somewhere before November of 2024? I, I just so many things are, are just very odd. Uh, in this administration to say nothing of the moral slide that they're uh, promoting. But I, I, I mean, I'd have to say, you know, yes, I like uh, the military presence and the show of force, force the uh, so-called saber rattling that we've done with positioning our, our uh, Navy uh, in the region. But I don't quite get the, uh, the, the protection of uh, the Muslims in our country when it ought to be the Jews uh, that they're supporting uh, and battling against anti-Semitism and not Islamophobia. We're talking to Pastor Barry Stagner, the founding and senior pastor at Calvary Central OC in Southern California, national best-selling author and host of the weekly Prophecy Update program, The Lineup, and his latest book, Times of the Signs, a chronology of Earth's final events, which can be pre-ordered right now. I encourage you to do that. It officially comes out in January. It's so important that you pre-order that book, so please do that. I want to spend the, the rest of the show, uh, Pastor Barry, talking about the spiritual component of this uh, demonic forces. Is this a battle just over land or are there, you know, demonic forces at play here regarding the, the plans and purposes of God? Absolutely, John. There's no question that this is spiritual at its core. You know, one of the things I think we need to look at historically is the animosity uh, between Satan and uh, the woman that's pictured in Genesis 3.15, uh, who would give birth to the male child that would crush the serpent's head. You know, in looking at Jesus' temptation in the wilderness, one of the things we can see is that he well understood Scripture. I mean, he was misquoting Scripture, taking out of context. You know, it's it's exactly what he did when he deceived Eve in the garden. You know, he he questioned God's Word. So he, he understands uh, the context and the content of God's Word. Uh, after all, you know, Isaiah, Ezekiel tell us he's perfect in wisdom and beauty before iniquity was found in him. So he he knew what was meant by that statement in Genesis 3.15 that's called the Proto-Evangelicum, the, the first preaching of the gospel. And he was told that there was coming through the woman a seed. Now, that's a, a biological impossibility. Obviously, the woman doesn't bear the seed. The man does. So it implies two things. One, that there was coming a woman that's representative of Israel. You see that carried throughout the whole scripture. And then the, the male child that's born from her is uh, miraculously conceived. So I think there's two things that are, are in play there. The Isaiah 7:14 scripture, the woman uh, bearing a child of supernatural conception, and also the woman, the nation of Israel, uh, being the, the mother of this a messianic being that would crush the serpent's head. You know, you look down through history, John, you see uh, with Pharaoh and the whole reason that Moses was put in a basket and 
Pharaoh's daughter finding him and taking him in was because Pharaoh was killing all the male children uh, unless, you know, less the uh, Jewish men become more numerous and, and take over Egypt. And so that was spiritual in nature, even though the manifestation was physical and in the realm of the flesh. And then we see the same thing with Herod. Herod, here's there's one born king of the Jews. What's he do? He orders the slaughter of all male children under the age of two, indicating Jesus was about two at the time that Herod off, uh, issued that decree. That, too, was spiritual in nature because Satan knew that there was coming one uh, who was going to crush his head. So he was trying to crush him before he had the opportunity. And again, we see him uh, acting out against Jesus with the illegal trial, his uh, arrest, and all the other things that happened prior to his execution, uh, thinking he had him on the cross, not recognizing that uh, early in the morning on the first day of the week, Jesus was going to come up from the grave because he had not earned the wages of sin. But all of this is spiritual in nature. And when Christ arose, when he ascended, sits now on majesty, in majesty on high as daily intercession for you and I, uh, Satan had to shift gears. So his effort then, in order to discredit God and his word, has been to destroy the Jewish people. So there's no question that this is spiritual at its core, even though many of the uh, boots on the ground uh, players are flesh and blood human beings. Uh, you know, here you, you can't. And I think one of the things, too, John, uh, that we need to recognize in this is how deluded our world is to within the spans of actually probably just a week to see this go from sympathy uh, for the Jews to rage toward the Jews and the anti-Semitism that's risen all over the world. And that that's how the enemy operates. And I, I don't have any hesitation or question saying this is spiritual at its core. The purpose is to destroy the Jews, because when you destroy the Jews, you've left the Bible unfulfilled and therefore it's discredited. Because one, you know, you have verses like uh, Amos 9.15 that says when God brings them back into the land, they will not be uprooted again. And so God has placed upon himself the responsibility uh, to maintain uh, the Jewish presence in the land that he gave them by unconditional everlasting covenant. And uh, so Satan is at war with God, and the foot soldiers on both sides uh, are warring, to say nothing of the animosity between Ishmael and Isaac, uh, the, Arab, the father of the Arab peoples and the father of the Jews. Uh, so no no question, John, this is spiritual at its core, which ought to tell us Jesus is coming soon. That's right. And as we wrap up the show today, the Middle East Report Special Edition, Pastor Barry, what can we do if we know, and it is, a spiritual demonic battle that is going on in the heavenlies? What do we do as a people of God? Well, you know, it's funny, uh, John, because I just— uh, did a devotional talking about the, uh, the the parable of the soils. And, you know, you got hard ground, you got stony ground, you got thorny ground, then you've got good ground. But there, the, the point that was drawn from this is that there was only one seed for all soils. So I think the answer to your question is we do what we're supposed to be doing all the time. We go to the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And, uh, you know, it, it, Paul talked about it in Second Timothy, that there's coming a time where really preaching the word is going to be out of season or not well received. 
And that's where we're at right now. You know, it isn't, you cannot separate Christianity and Judaism. You know, Judaism is the root and uh, Christianity is grafted into that root. And it's the, the completer package, if you will, of, of Judaism and uh, the Messiah that they've waited for, we embrace as having come. And uh, so we have to stay the course and do what we've always been called to do, and that's to share Christ uh, with every creature. And that would certainly include, you know, loving our enemies, doing good to those who hate us, praying for those who spitefully use us. All of this is part of the uh, Christian package. Uh, so, John, we stay doing what we uh, have been called to do and should be doing all throughout history. And uh, I think now we ought to do it with a sense of desperation because part of this, John, is that we are so close to the snatching away the uh, instantaneous translation of living human beings into the eternal realm in supernatural, or eternally capable bodies that it could happen at any moment. So we're, we're kind of at a last chance stage uh, to fulfill our portion of the Great Commission. So we ought to have a de- desperation for the lost and perishing. I want to encourage you to, uh, to do, as Barry just instructed all of us to do, and Pastor Barry Stagner is the founding and senior pastor of Calvary Central OC in Southern California. And Pastor Barry, uh, we just have just a couple of minutes left here, but I want to encourage everybody to get uh, your new book that will officially be out after the first of the year, but people can pre-order the book, Times of the Signs, A Chronology of Earth's Final Events, and it can be pre-ordered right now wherever you get your, your books online and in other places. It's so important that you do that. It really does matter. Uh, you want to say a couple of things about your, your new book coming out, Barry? Yes, thanks, John. And uh, thank you for what you just said, because the pre-order thing is so important. And, uh, you know, living in the age that we live in, everybody's got some type of app or something that uh, will lead them here or take them there or tell them about this or that, uh, even give us uh, directions to our destinations. And uh, there's no exception for uh, the bookselling industry. There's a, a software that's called BookScan, and it monitors book sales and the brick and mortar folks, the Targets, the Walmarts, the Barnes and Nobles, they all follow this. And when they see pre-order numbers reaching a certain level, then they realize, okay, there's a market for this. Let's put it on the shelf. And uh, John, as I was telling you off air, I just uh, did the first portion of the audio book over uh, yesterday. And um, I, I have to say this, this is rather timely. Uh, so I think it'd be a, a real encouragement and, and it, it walks us through all the stuff we're seeing now. When is the Isaiah 17, one prophecy going to be fulfilled or has it already been fulfilled? Uh, who are the combatants in the Ezekiel war? Is it the same as the revelation 20 war where Gog is mentioned and Magog in both places? And it answers questions. I think that everybody, uh, is wanting to know, or, uh, you know, a lot of us, I think, wonder about those things and 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 john the most important thing is it's the scripture that's giving the answers it's not opinion i want to encourage you to get that book times of the signs a chronology of earth's final events and it can be pre-ordered right now with pastor barry stegner pastor barry thank you for joining us once again and we encourage everybody to uh, get that book and thank you for what you do uh, for the kingdom thank you john great to be with you that's the Middle East Report Special Edition. I want to encourage you to download a podcast of the show wherever you get your podcast. And you can 
also get it when you go to AFR.net, click on the podcast tab. Thanks for listening.